What's up, youth? It's Pastor Aaron. Stoked for you guys to listen to this message. Check it out. Um, my message this morning is titled Perspective Matters. Perspective Matters. Um, so you know when you're like a little kid and uh, like every little thing means the world to you? Like you feel like every small instance like in your life is like, this is the biggest thing in my life. This is like the biggest thing that's ever happened to anybody on the face of the earth. Like what I'm going through right now could be breaking news. Like... I remember one time, uh, I mean, there's a lot of examples. Like, maybe it's, like, the TV show that you're, like, really into that, like, when you look back, you're like, that was some weird stuff. Like, there are some episodes of, like, SpongeBob that I watched when I was a kid that I'm like, I don't know, like, what the writers of those shows were doing, like, when they were writing those shows because, like, that does not make any sense to me. Or maybe it's, like, I don't know, like, what happened at school with you that day. Like, I remember, like, there were some days, like, when I came home from school where, like, Oh, okay. Like class parties, like um, the the day before winter break parties with like the little like frosted cookies, like that are like dry as all get out. Like the little like plain ones you get at like Safeway, with, like the pink and like the the, the um, little sprinkles. Uh, those are like the the really thin slice of pizza, like the one the slice of pizza that's like a triangle that's like maybe like a centimeter long, and there's like thirty slices because like the teacher was like, I'm not buying more than one pizza for these kids for this class party. Um, I remember, like, those days were, like, a really big deal to me. Um, it was like, dude, like, class party's tomorrow. Like, what am I bringing? Like, I, I got I to show up. I got to make bring something good. Because, like, if I don't bring something good, like, it's going to be a big deal. Um, I know, but basically the point is, like, when you're a little kid, like, every little thing is, like, the biggest deal to you, whether it's, like, your day at school, whatever show you're watching, like, what, like, after-school activities you have, like, whatever, like, whatever kid you're hanging out with that week after school or something, like, every little thing is, like, the biggest deal to you because, like, that's your perspective. Like, that's what you see. Like, in, for a six- or seven-year-old, like, waking up on a Sunday morning and going to church is, like, ooh, this is... This is, this is crazy. This is a big day. Um, uh, but obviously, like, the older you get, like, the more you're, like, it's just normal life. Like, it's just every, like, you, everything's kind of put into perspective. Everything, like, has its place. Like, the big things are big things. The little things are little things. The everyday things are everyday things. And that's just the way it is. Um, and this morning, what I felt like the Lord um, really impressed on my heart uh, was to speak to you guys about perspective and about, like, remaining in awe and wonder of God and not letting that fade. Um, because I think a lot of times we can forget just how big and how crazy God is. Um, and we can kind of just trivialize him in our own heads. We can kind of, like, take our perspective of God, like, as our Heavenly Father and as, like, God of all things, and then just kind of, like, make him, like, this little magic eight ball that we go to when we need something. I know for me, like, over the last, like, this is probably two weeks ago when I felt like the Lord was, like, convicting me about this. So it was probably, like, last month a lot. Um, I felt like I was treating the Lord a lot as, like, a genie or a magic eight ball where, like, I was busy. I was doing stuff. Like, it was, like, it was, like there was, like, a four-week stretch from, like, r- lumberjack games to Thanksgiving break to busyness for Christmas to, like, doing all the parties. Like, I remember, like, last week I had, like, five straight days of Christmas parties. And it was great. I love Christmas parties. Christmas parties are my favorite. Um, but at the same time, it was, like, Oh, I'm tired, I'm busy, I got all this stuff to do. Um, and personally, for me, I felt convicted from the Lord like I had been treating him like a Magic 8-Ball. Like, you know the Magic 8-Ball, the little toy at, like, Target or, or wherever, where, like, you, like, ask it a question, like, you shake it up, and it's like, yes, no, 
ask later. Like it gives you like all the responses. Um, I feel like a lot of times we can treat the Lord like that, especially in seasons where like, for me at least, where I'm busy, where I'm going through a lot, where I have like, I'm worried about a lot of things. I'm figuring stuff out. I mean, like a, if I'm in a season of like transition or something like that, it's really easy for me in those parts of my life to not recognize God as my heavenly father and not recognize God as God over all things and just treat him like this answer machine in the corner that I can like go to if I need something rather than just actually being in relationship with Jesus. Um, and I felt like the Lord told me um, two weeks ago when I was in prayer, um, I felt I was praying about this and I felt like God told me to worship him because he's good, not because he gives me an answer. Um, and for me, like I was like praying that day and I was thinking like, okay, how often do like do I or how often do we just worship the Lord because he's good, you know? Like, how often do we actually just have, like, nothing else? No, like, how, how often are we in seasons where we're, because, I mean, probably more often than we think, but we're, like, we're not worried about a ton of stuff. We're, we're in a really good place. Everything's going great for us. How often do we actually just go to the Lord in those seasons and say, you know what, God, thank you. God, I'm praising you today because you're good. I'm thanking you today because you're my heavenly father, because you sent your son to die on the cross for my sins. Like, how often do we just praise God because he's worthy of our praise, you know? Um, and I think, like, honestly, like, we have to remember that God is still, like, despite all the things, like, we've been through, despite, like, maybe our us shrinking him in our own heads, despite all these, like, things we have going on, like, he's still, like, the God of the universe. Like, he's the Lord over all things, like, I remember, and I've told this story before, like, when I was in middle school youth group, uh, it was, like, small youth group. Like, it was, like, eight kids, like, every week. Like, it wasn't, like, you know, what we do at youth now. Um, and we'd, like, sit on, like, our version of, like, the couches out there. Um, and I remember, like, every week throughout a month, like, uh, or a couple of months, like, the youth pastor at the time would, like, have us go around and, like, say, like, what our favorite thing about Jesus was. Like, all right, like, what do you love about Jesus? And, like, you know, we'd all say something. And I remember this one kid, every week, he would be, like, I love that God's big. And I remember back then, like, we used to, like, laugh because we were like, right, yeah, we get it. Like, God's big. It was just funny because, like, he would say the same thing every single week. Um, but, like, looking back, like, it's true. Like, it's so crazy and cool how big God is. Like, as big as, like, okay, I really like the movie. How many of you guys have seen the movie Interstellar? Okay, Mark has. Yeah. You guys, the rest of you guys need to get on it and watch Interstellar because Interstellar is sick. Um, I love Interstellar. Interstellar, uh, like, there are some sequences in that movie. Um, and that movie actually got, like, a ton of recognition because it was, like, one of the most, like, scientifically accurate movies, like, that, like, researchers and analysts, like, say has ever been made about outer space. Um, but basically, like, at one point, like, there's these astronauts, and they go to outer space, and I'm not going to spoil the movie. They go to outer space, and, like, they go to, like, there's all these planets they go to. Um, and the visuals in that movie are insane. Like, the cinematography is top-notch. It's crazy. Um... And, but basically, like, watching that movie, you're like, whoa, like, our universe is huge. Like, a lot, like, a lot of times for me, like, it's crazy because I haven't, I'm not one of those people who's, like, traveled the world or anything. Like, I've, like, been to, I went to Italy once when I was 10, and I thought that was sick. That was sick. Uh, but, like, most of my life, 99.999999% of my life, I've been in America. So it's, like, to me, like, the world seems so big to me. But, like, watching movies like that or thinking about, like, outer space or, like, my freshman year of uh, college, I took this astronomy class um, that I was, like, whoa, like, our universe is freaking huge. Like, you have, like, not only, like, our solar, like, it's one thing, like, our solar system's crazy big. Like, that thing, like, how many, do any of you guys know how many Earths you can fit into the sun? Isn't it, like, 512 or something like that? Like, it's, like, it's, like, a, I feel, that feels too small to me. Like a trillion? Yeah, it's a lot. 
Um, yeah, I said 512, and you said, like, it's like a trillion. You're probably right. Uh, I'll take the low estimate. Uh, basically, like, thinking about, like, how big our solar system to me is crazy, where it's like, all right, like, Earth is huge to me. And then I think about how big our solar system is. And then, like, in my astronomy class or watching a movie like Interstellar or, like, thinking about outer space, like, that's just our solar system. And then you have, like, the Milky Way galaxy, and you have, like, these all, like, the entire, like, expanding, like, outer regions of, like, just the universe. Uh, I remember one time in my astronomy class, uh, we, there was this one time. That, by the way, when you guys are in college, like, find the class at your school that you go to that is, like, this professor has been voted best professor 10 times out of 10. And, like, it's this crazy subject that you would never think to take uh, because my favorite classes in college, like, I majored in political science, but my major classes, like, I didn't care about most of those. Most of those were pretty boring. Um, but, like, the classes I really liked were the ones that were, like, oh, my astronomy class. Or I took this class about how, like, different drugs interact with, like, brain chemistry and, like, understanding, like, how, like, your brain works. Like, those classes were my favorite. So, side note, do that when you get to college. Find a class that's really cool because um, they have them. But basically, like, I remember there was this one class where uh, our, the professor was talking about, like, the universe and, like, how it's expanding. And basically, like, I don't know if I'd heard this, like, once before. I, I think literally because of the movie Interstellar. Um, but basically, like, the, the edges of our universe where they're, like, uh, they're, like, I don't know even, I can't explain to you how this works. Don't, because, I mean, I got, like, a C- minus in that class, and I took a pass-fail, so don't ask me. But basically, at the edges of our universe, like, our universe is actually, like, slowly expanding. Where the edges of our universe, at the edges of outer space, like, they're finding that, like, it's ever slightly expanding. Like, and it has something to do with, like, dark matter or something like that. It's, it's crazy. Like, it's past, like, my, the way my brain can even comprehend things. Like, I have a hard time understanding, like, how our government works sometimes, let alone, like, the ever-expanding outer regions of outer space. Uh, but basically, the point is, like, our universe is really, 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 really big. Like, bigger than our understanding of big. And it's hard for me to remember sometimes just how big our God is. Like, just how crazy, like, so how crazy it is that he's sovereign over everything. Not just over, like, my life. Like, it's already crazy that he's sovereign over everything going on in, like, my life and your life. But when, like, we think about it, like, okay, the Lord is sovereign over all things. Like, he's sovereign over the entire universe. Like, and that's crazy to me. And I think oftentimes we forget that. And we can often get really wrapped up in the super tiny, super, not to, like, offend anybody, but, like, the super insignificant things that go on in our lives. Like, going back to, like, my, like, little opening story earlier, like, when you're a little kid, like, if your favorite TV show gets canceled. Like, I remember when Steve got replaced by Joe on Blue's Clues. Like, I cried for, like, a week. Um, uh, and uh, I don't know if you guys understand that, but basically like those things, like those little things are like, ins are like really insignificant, but to that little kid, like those things matter more than anything. And a lot of times in our lives, like when we think about what matters and what doesn't, we get really wrapped up in the things that are relatively insignificant and we forget just how crazy it is that God loves us and that he sent his son to die on the cross for us. And we forget to praise him just because he's good because we get wrapped up in the little things that go on in our lives. Um, and that's not to invalidate anybody's feelings or what they're going through, because, like, we do go through hard things. We do go through things that are hard for us to deal with. We do go through things that um, maybe we have a hard time with. But it's just to remind us that perspective matters, that at the end of the day, remembering that no matter what, Jesus loves you, he's there for you, he's with you at all times, and that, like, you are saved because of him, like, that is that for me brings me so much peace when I actually remember to focus on that rather than my own my own struggles. Uh, 
And that is a lot easier said than done because, you know, like I'm sure some of you guys are like, okay, sure. There's, yeah, some things I worry about aren't as big a deal as I think they are, but I still have to worry about them. Like I still have to deal with them. Like, okay, yeah, sure, the people at my school who make fun of me or the things I have to go through, like the social struggles I have to deal with, like fitting in or going through things or getting my, my stuff done or like even just getting through my day, like those might not be that big of a deal, but I still have to deal with them, right? So at the end of the day, it's like, okay, how do we balance both going through those things and dealing with those things while also remembering that at the end of the day, it's okay because Jesus is with us. How do we do that? Um, and in praying about my message this morning and reading the Bible and asking God about uh, what to say, I felt like he wanted to remind myself and us um, to stay kingdom-minded, uh, to stay kingdom-minded. And I only have one passage of scripture I'm preaching out of this morning. Um, it's in Matthew 6. Uh, and Matthew 5 through 7 is this part of the Bible called um, the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus, it's like Jesus' most famous sermon where he's like, for me, going through those chapters, like, there's so much knowledge in there that, like, I've read Matthew 5 through 7, like, a ton of times. And every time I read it, I, like, I'm like, oh, I completely missed this because uh, there's so many things. Like, it's like his flu game, like, if you guys are into basketball. Like, it's like Michael Jordan's flu game where it's like, okay, how, how is it, how is he still going? Like, how, there, there's so much in here. Um, so Matthew 5 through 7, read it on your own if you want. It's really, really good. Uh, but I'm preaching out of Matthew 6, 25 through 34. Um, and in it, Jesus says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body. What you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow, is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. That was a lot, but I feel like Jesus addresses it so perfectly where, yes, there are things that we have to deal with in life, but at the end of the day, if we stay focused on God's kingdom and we stay focused on what matters, then no matter what we're going through, even if we have to deal with it, even if things are hard, even if you're worried about it, like, because we're focused on Jesus and because we're focused on what he's done for us and on his kingdom, like, we don't have to worry about it, and that brings so much peace to our lives. And um, I'm going to reread verse 33 in Matthew 6, where it says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Like, we still have to handle our business. We still have to, like, go through everything we're going through. We still have to uh, deal with all the little, like, frustrating things in life. Like, I know for me what's frustrating is, like, oh, my car is a flat tire, and, like, that, like, ruins my day where it's, like, I have to go deal with something for a couple hours. Or, like, oh, my phone broke. Like, all the stupid, like, little insignificant things that can frustrate us. Um, honestly, like, remembering that at the end of the day, like, what we need to stay focused on isn't our own things, isn't our own uh, the, own, like, uh, the own little things we have to deal with, but remembering that at the end of the day, what matters is that we stay kingdom-minded and focused on what God, who God is and what he's done for us. Um, because by doing that, like, everything else begins to feel so small, and God's peace begins to feel, fill that void of worry. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close with one little story. Um, and I've talked about it before, 
Um, but in April, I was in a really bad car accident uh, where, like, it was crazy. I could, if you have, want to talk about it, I can talk to you about it later. Uh, but basically, like, my car flipped. It was insane. I bumped into a median on Camino Tassajara, and that made my car go towards this light pole, and I flipped my car. Um, but basically, um, I, in, like, the next, like, two weeks after my car accident, I was just home all the time because I was resting. Like, they weren't sure if I had a concussion or not. Um, and it was crazy. Like, I, I should have ended up much worse than I am. Like, for me, like, I'm completely fine. Uh, and that is, like, a whole personal testimony I can get into sometime. Um, but I remember after that, after, like, that, those two weeks of me being at home and me getting back into, like, finishing uh, my last semester of college and finishing my pastor's license and getting, like, working full-time and, like, readjusting to life, um, I remember being really worried about, like, all the transition I had to get done over the next, like, three or four weeks. Like, it was, like, everything in my life that had been leading up to that moment was like crammed into a three or four week span where it was like I was finishing everything. Like it was like everything's transitioning now. And I was, I was, I was freaked out. I was worried about everything I was going through. I didn't know how to handle it. I was like, all right, Lord, like I don't know how I'm going to do this. I literally cannot do this on my own. Like I shouldn't maybe, I maybe, sh I shouldn't even be able to be doing all these things right now. Like, okay, God, what do I do? Um, and I couldn't find the picture on my phone and hopefully I'll find it for next service. But um, I remember I was praying in the courtyard in, uh, over here in the courtyard and I remember sitting there and praying about it and just like giving like laying my heart out to, to Jesus and saying all right Lord like what do I do um I remember um I was praying and for me a lot of times I feel like the Lord will speak to me through like words or just prayer um but I know people who like he speaks through um nature to a lot and I remember looking up um and on top of like um the top of like our little church like on top of the um one of the little, like, overhangs where this little window by the offices, um, there was this little tiny bird that, like, had literally just landed. Um, and I remember the Lord reminded me of this verse in Matthew 6, verse 26 that I read earlier, where it says, Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? And I remember sitting there, and the Lord reminded me of that verse and saying, like, all right, Luke, like, if that bird is literally fine and I am watching over that sparrow and I am sitting, like, seeing, like, that sparrow flourish and live and be okay, like, how much more am I here for you? Like, for me, it was, all right, Luke, if I got you through that car accident, if I got you through this last month, like, how much more am I going to be there for you? Like, remember my faithfulness. And I don't know what that moment is for you, but I know that everybody has that thing in their past, in their story, in their life where you can look back and say, okay, if Jesus got me through that, if Jesus got me through my parents' divorce, if Jesus got me through um, that season of bullying at school, if Jesus got me through the year where I had to move four times, if Jesus got me through the year where I felt like I had no friends, if Jesus got me through that thing, whatever that is for you, if he got you through that, then he can get you through what's next. And remembering God's faithfulness, remembering just how big he is, remembering that he's sovereign over all things, remembering that at the end of the day, he loves you no matter what. Like, the stories in the Bible of the prodigal son and of Jonah and all these people who like, and even people like that I know personally, the stories of the people who have literally tried to run away from God and realize like, no, I can't. Like at the end of the day, I can literally reject God and he will still love me. Like remembering those things and like submitting your heart to the Lord in those moments where you're worried. Like I know I'm talking about a lot of different things right now, but uh, remembering to take all that in, remembering to put what's going on in your life in perspective is so important. Remembering to put all those things in perspective and put Jesus first and the kingdom first is so, so key to maintaining peace through like the ups and downs of life.
Um, for me right now, I feel like I'm in like a high. I'm on like a mountain season where I am like, it feels personally for me, everything is going smoothly. Everything's like, there are things that the Lord is like, I've prayed about for years that are coming to fruition in like my life and in my job and in everything I'm going through. But something I was praying about too this week was like, all right, Lord, like help me remember this mountain season when I get to the valley. Help me remember like this peak that I'm at when I get to the season, because there will be one. Like, that's a guarantee. Like, whatever season you're in, it's not going to last forever, whether it's a mountain or a valley right now. Help me remember, Lord, that you got me through this last season, and I'm here. Help me remember this when I'm in that next rough patch. Help me remember this when I'm in this next valley where I am struggling and where I am afraid. Help me remember to stay focused on you and to put everything in perspective and to remember that at the end of the day, you're with me. Um, Because God's goodness doesn't change for you no matter what season you're in. His provision for you is always there and he is always with you. Um, So I'm gonna pray over you guys and we're gonna go into like a one or two minute time of prayer. Um, And I just want you guys to think about whatever season you're in, whether it's a mountain or a valley uh, and just submit it to the Lord because remembering his faithfulness is so, so important. So Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for this this morning, God, and I thank you, Jesus, for these students, and I pray that you would just continue to minister um, to them, Lord, in whatever season they're in, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that as we wrap up this Christmas break, as we end up going back to school, as we deal with our family, Lord, in this season, Jesus, that we would um, remain submitted to you, God, that you would help myself and these students remain kingdom-minded in our hearts, Jesus, that we would remember, Lord, to, to put everything in perspective, Jesus, that at the end of the day, Lord, we would just remember that you love us unconditionally. We love you. Praise your name. Amen. Hope you guys got a ton out of that message. I know I did. If you want to connect with us here at The Rock Youth, follow us on Instagram at The Rock Church YTH. Subscribe to us on YouTube or Spotify by searching The Rock YTH or text The Rock Youth MS or The Rock Youth HS to 33222 for texting updates on everything going on at The Rock Youth. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast feed. See you next time.